Welcome to Woodworker and Wife. We're Dan and Bethany Myers. We have been married for over five years and have three little beautiful girls. Are we marriage experts, parenting experts, life experts, perfect in every way? Not even close, but we do happen to have a microphone and, more importantly, want to share what God has done and is currently doing in our lives in order to encourage you. Each week we'll cover a topic related to faith, family, marriage, or business with the hope that our conversations will encourage you in your day-to-day life. This week we're continuing our series about legacies and focusing on the legacy of family. We hope that you are encouraged and lifted up after listening. Let's get started. I'm Dan, and this is my wonderful wife, Bethany, and we are woodworker and wife. I'm the woodworker. And I'm the wife. So a couple weeks ago, we started a new series about legacies. We focused on uh, defining what legacy was, uh, both in a secular sense and in a scriptural sense or biblical sense. And then last week, we uh, went in further and talked about the legacy of our marriage. Yes. Right. What we want our marriage to be known for and listed some of those things. So if you are just now joining in on this episode, we would encourage you to go back to episode eight and episode nine. Yes, please do. Uh, to catch up and see where we're at with our series on legacy. So as we've said in the intro, uh, we are focusing on the legacy of family this week. And I know a couple of weeks ago, um, we were discussing, you know, kind of mapping out what we wanted our one episode on legacy to be about. Mm-hmm. And in so doing and writing the outline, you know, Beth noticed, well, this is really like three episodes. There's a couple of least. areas, yeah. Yep. So uh, we decided to go about it in that sense and, um, you know, just expand on each set of ideas and saying well yeah, yeah. let's define what legacy is and you know legacy is the legacy of learning for mm-hmm. us and then promoting a legacy well promoting a legacy of, of learning and then the legacy of our marriage yeah and i would say that those are a slow build too like we started out as individuals wanting that legacy of learning mm-hmm. and then that built into you know, what do we want the legacy of our marriage to be, which built into the legacy of our family. And it wasn't just like we sat down one day, we're like, how are we going to build all these legacies in our, in our lives? But it was a, it was a slow building process, mm-hmm. I would say. I don't even know if, I don't think we actually had the conversation, even when we were dating and getting engaged of, what do we want our family and marriage to be known for? What legacy do we want to promote? At least not in that Not in that word. exact terminology, no. 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 We'll have to go back and look at our book. Yeah. There's probably so, something in there. And I was thinking about this earlier. Um, so I think in December, mm-hmm. we're going to do an episode about our engagement story. Woo woo! I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking about this earlier today, actually. Um, there's a book that we read, uh, usually on car trips, visiting my parents or car trips yeah that's how i sped it up yeah uh but we did questions every night mm-hmm. we did a couple yep so i think it was with the 101 questions to ask before getting engaged yeah, yeah. and for us it was effectively a premarital counseling type yeah exercise yes. yep. but the premise of the book is that you do it while you're dating and in courtship and then once you finish then you you're get getting engaged. engaged yeah um 
And it just, it takes you through all of the big things, Mm -hmm. you know, religion, kids, money. Yeah. So as long as we remember, um, when we go to do that episode leading up to it, I think we're going to do a giveaway and give away a copy of that book. Yeah. Um, just, it's it's a good one. So if you Mm -hmm. are listening and you're not married, this could be good for you. Maybe we'll have to, uh. Give them a teaser with some of those questions. Or you can hand it off to someone who can use it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Anyway, uh, so we're going to focus this week on legacy of family. Yes. Right? So what do we want to be passed down through our family, through the generations, starting with us? Mm -hmm. And we've got three areas that we're going to focus on in this episode. Yes. Uh, The first one is openness and emotional support. Yes. So talking about our relationship with our girls. Yeah, and, and how uh, not to squash those emotions so they're not bottling them, but they're being expressed in a healthy way. Okay. Uh, so we'll talk about how we're doing that. And then the second item is quality time. Mm-hmm. Right? So we want to make sure that we have lots of quality time with our girls and us. and um, So we'll go through and talk about that. And then... Uh, lastly, faith. Yes. So promoting our faith and our, I'd say our Christian lifestyle, but it's just our, our faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get started on that. Yeah. So openness and emotional support. How are we doing that? <laughs> um, this is something that we are um, starting to really delve into with our oldest, I would say. Um, uh, Eleanor's kind of a natural at this. She identifies her emotions really well um, at two and a half. Um, I would say it's an area of giftedness for her. She just really, like, she'll just say, I'm frustrated, I'm whatever. Yep. Or, I'm happy. Um, yeah, I'm not sick. I'm happy. That was her mantra all week. I'm not sick, even though she was. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so uh, what we want with this openness is that we're, we're trying to develop this now. Um, because if my two-year-old and my four-year-old cannot be open with me now as two and four when their emotions are about toys and snacks and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, those are their big life problems they're certainly not going to be open with me as they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think, too, like empathy would be a quote-unquote soft skill that's coming through there. Yes. And so oh, yeah. if we can demonstrate empathy toward them when they're mm-hmm. frustrated or mm-hmm. dealing with their emotions, then they're better able to demonstrate that with each other. Yes. And I think down the road, they'll have that down. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully they will. Um, so we really just want them to be emotionally healthy and know how to deal with themselves because, uh, cause you're right. It is a soft skill that if it's one that they have, they're, um, they're just going to be much happier because they're going to know how to deal with what's going on. Um, and so, uh, how are we fostering this? Um, it's, I would say it's probably 90% on me. Cause I'm home with them mm-hmm. for the majority of the time. Um, you know that in, in a daily situation, it looks like naming emotions. That's the first step, you know, cause you know, there's always toy stealing or whatever. And then there's screeching is what I call it. I call it screeching because it's somewhere in between screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. 
it's just this high pitched oh makes you just stop now please stop um anyway and uh so we try to name the emotion whether it's frustration or anger or sadness or whatever it happens to be even if it's happiness and we're running around and we're happy like we're trying to name our emotions and really identify them and then once we've named our emotions is we're trying to um, move from i'm frustrated to okay so how should we handle that instead of screeching and hitting which is just a, a natural inclination of all humanity is that, you know, that's just how kids roll. They don't, no one has to teach them that. They just know it on their own. It's a great part of life there. Um, you know, we name our emotions and then we go, okay, how should we have handled this once we've calmed down from that scenario? So we've, you know, maybe removed somebody from the situation so that way they can calm down. We name our emotion and we talk through it like should you have screeched and hit your sister no okay what could we do next time instead of that well i could ask for help i could a b c d and let's just say like uh i have that just that conversation about what should i do instead of taking this from my sister and then hitting her conversation um at least once a day with one or both of the children every day um, because that's just the stage of life that we're in. And it takes, I don't even know, a million times of going through this before, uh, they can do it on their own. Now I say that, and Jane was having a hard time, um, not too long ago where she named her emotion and just like, I'm frustrated and didn't just lash out immediately and so I know that we're making progress mm -hmm. because the fact that she's even naming her emotions is a big deal. That's a yeah. huge step for she's her. She's like groan or moan like, Ugh, Yes. I'm frustrated. Yeah. And that's a big step for her mm -hmm. um, is realizing what she's feeling and saying it instead of just acting on it immediately all the time. Um, and so that's really good. So we're seeing even already the fruits of that um just reiterating over and over is naming things and and redirecting and you know what should we do in these situations instead of reacting this way we should react that way now this is a twofold thing for us as parents mm -hmm. because that means that we also have to be on top of our game so if i'm frustrated or you're frustrated mm -hmm. we have to make sure we're expressing our emotions appropriately as well so I can't yep. get frustrated and slam doors because that's what my kids are going to do. Right. If I get frustrated. Well, we have to lead by example. Exactly. And that's the hardest part because your <laughs> kids are so good at getting your goat. Um, you know, like, uh, uh, goodness, not too long ago, Jane was upset about something and she came to me and she said, mommy, I don't like you because she was so frustrated about, I don't remember about what it was. And instead of just being instantaneously offended by that, because that could, that could hurt your feelings, right? What? Yeah. Like, and just being upset about that, that's not really what she meant. Mm -hmm. I did something that she didn't like. So it wasn't that she didn't like me. It's that she didn't like what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, but instead of just automatically being offended and getting angry or upset with her, I said, I was just like, nope, I understand. You don't like mommy. 
Like I, I just let her say her piece and then we discussed what happened and what went on. And because I'm the adult, I should theoretically be able to control my emotions. Now, am I perfect at this? Heck no. I'm not anywhere near perfect at this, but I am trying my best, um, to just get a handle on this now as opposed mm-hmm. to later. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what the fruit of this as they get older is. Um, I'm hopeful that by doing this now, we will have um, an easier transition into some of those different hormonal seasons, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something else that we do, and I think it's listed here, is uh, yeah, dinner, dinner time. Yeah. So not every night, but I'd say about half of the week. Yeah. We will talk about the best part of our day and the hardest part about our day. Mm-hmm. And so we go around the table and we ask each of the, well, two of the three girls <laughs> and mom yeah, and dad. Lucy and, can't really you know, voice anything. Jane, yet. what was the the best part of your day? Mm-hmm. What was the hardest part about your day? Mm-hmm. You know, and she would say, when I was sad or when I was frustrated mm-hmm. or an Eleanor took something from me. Yep. And then that allows us to say the same thing, you know, or not the same thing, but yeah. she'll be like, Daddy, what was the best part of your day? And I'd say, mm, coming home to you. Yeah. You know, what was the hardest part about your day? Dealing with such or such a client or <laughs> running around or, mm-hmm. or something. Being cold. Yeah, being cold. <laughs> that, when, when we used to do those questions, like mm-hmm. back through the winter, yeah. last winter, that was most of the time because it was I had no heat in my shop. Yeah, it was cold. Which was miserable. It was very, very cold yeah. and moist. Um, so yeah, so at dinner time we try to run through those questions just because then you're delving into both those positive emotions mm-hmm. and some of the um, not so positive emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're you know trying to name all those though all of those and uh, yeah. Yep. So. so um, yeah, so that's talking through the uh, emotional support yeah. aspect and just validating their emotions and yeah. demonstrating empathy. Yes. Right? Uh, the second part that we wanted to discuss today is quality time. So like we just talked about, you know, doing highs and lows at the dinner table. And so that's, you know can extend into quality time with one another Mm -hmm. Um, one I wanted to mention is um, how we try to make a point for me to take out one of the girls whether it's just going to the store down the street or Mm, yeah um, when the shop was in the horse barn closer it was going to the shop I would take one of the girls with me yes Um, and so now it's pretty much just Oh, we need something from the small, you know, the town grocery store. Yep. Who wants to go with Dad in the truck? Or who went last time? Who yep. gets to go this yep. time? Yeah. And so just doing it with both of them. And mm-hmm. I, what I love about it is when I take her oldest, Jane, she's just so at peace, riding in the truck and looking out the window mm-hmm. and wants to play I Spy. Mm-hmm. And so we do that the whole way there. And um, I mean, it's great with that. And then Eleanor just likes. You know, she'll look outside, but she just mumbles and rambles about everything. Yeah, every random thing, and so we just have random conversations. 
yeah go in there and then when we get out of the truck both girls will hold my hand and Mm -hmm. then we'll go inside and it's a big deal for them too they like riding in the truck Mm -hmm. and just being with dad yeah hey i would like to ride in the truck and just be with dad so (laughs) they definitely like it as well yeah but yeah that's a big one and that's something i liked doing when i was little with my dad too Uh, The other one is we do a family movie night. Mm -hmm. We've mentioned it a couple times in past episodes, I think. Probably. um, Or maybe we record it on a Friday night and (laughs) we just do family movie night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's something that's developed recently. Uh, I think uh, this summer? Yeah, this summer mm -hmm. sometime. I was just like, we should do a family movie night just like randomly one week. And part of it, not going to lie, was like, I need to be able to have a dessert once a week so that way like I'm doing it once a week and I don't have to think about it the rest of the week mm-hmm. was part of my planning of this. So on Fridays I make a dessert or Dan makes a dessert. Typically I include the girls in on it and try to you know they like pouring and mixing and and they like voting on what dessert to have yep, and, and putting on the sprinkles. Sprinkles. We put sprinkles on everything. Um, so every every dessert we make is paleo. Yes. If you don't count the sprinkles. If you don't, it's true. It's very true. Um, we cheat on the sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a good way. Like the cooking with the girls is a really good way to spend time with them, and it's them learning a skill, even though they're not doing a huge, mm-hmm. you know, aspect of it. Um, I should probably start teaching them how to scoop and measure, as opposed to just dumping things mm-hmm. in the bowl. Uh, but, um, that's a good quality time thing to do with them too. Mm. And it gets them helping me as opposed to pestering each other, which yep. is also a good thing. Yeah. They're engaged with it. And yeah. Yeah. They, and they really like it. They mm. really like helping in the kitchen. Um, and, uh, and it's just good for them to learn, you know, daily things that they're going to have to do as they get older. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Uh, like I said, one of the purposes of the family movie night wasn't, well, it's not just so that you can have a dessert <laughs> once a week, um, but it's that quality time. Yeah. Um, all of us as a family unit, because there are some weeks where I'm home by dinner time mm-hmm. and it's great. Yeah. And there's other weeks where I'm getting home either once the girls are already going to bed or, mm-hmm. um, you know, after they've already eaten dinner. And so then I'm rushing to eat dinner before the bedtime routine. Yeah. And so if I don't see them much in the morning, yeah. which, you know, I always get a little bit of time with Eleanor because she's up Early before Early riser, dawn. yeah. Yeah. She um, takes after you. Yeah. And so then, um, you know, it's just quality time with the girls. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jane will watch the movie just fine and, Eleanor and I will typically snuggle and fall fall asleep asleep during the movie. (laughs) Apple does not fall far from that tree. So funny. Yeah. um, I have lots of pictures of you two asleep. (laughs) Not creepy. Well, just, you know, falling asleep during the movie, Mm -hmm. snuggled up, not snuggled up. It's just... I'm sure we have a pic... Like, I know you just showed me last week's picture where we both fell asleep. Yeah. But I'm sure it reminds us of, like early infant pictures where the baby is asleep on me oh yeah yeah i don't know if we have one of you and lucy we'll have to do that anyway i digress so family movie night it's just really like it's a time for us to snuggle up as a family watch a movie 
and not really do much of anything else. Um, and a lot of times I can see the influence of whatever movie we watched in the girls' playtime. Um, depending on what we watch, it can really, like, their imagination or movies they like to quote. They really like quoting Toy Story 4 mm-hmm. a lot. They really like Forky. They think he's yeah. hysterical. Trash. <laughs> um, and bo, 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 bo. Anyway, they just think that movie's hysterical. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, they it, it's been a good addition, I think, to mm-hmm. our family. Um, yeah. Anyway, and, and our bedtime routines. That's another way we spend some good quality time with our people. Um, so just uh, typically reading a book. And that's, I even read a book to Lucy, even though she's only four months old. We read a book, we sing songs, we pray, and, um, so it's not a super long bedtime routine. No. But it's, it's pretty much always been that way. Now, don't get the idea as you're listening (laughs) that we're doing perfectly at bedtime. No. We're not. I mean, even tonight. I started to pray, and I had to start over like four times. Yeah. But you got there. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Yep. Um, yeah, so we, you know, they pick out a book. We read it. That's after pajamas go on and teeth get brushed. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a, a song that Beth taught me. I, I think it's like it's a, a Veggie, veggie Tales song, type yeah. song. From Madam Blueberry. Yeah. It's like one of the first movies they made. Anyway. Yeah, so we we've got a we've got our own version of it, I guess, and Yeah, I changed some of the words for our family. And so we sing that mm-hmm. and then I pray over the girls and just praying, you know, thanking God for the day and you know, helping them to get good sound sleep and mm-hmm. that they're comforted by his presence and yes, that yeah. the Holy Spirit would surround them and people in our home and just care for us and yes, protect yeah. us from the evil one and just you know the, we, we pray for good sleep every night, which sometimes uh, that's a yes, and sometimes, sometimes it's, it's unanswered. A, I don't think it's unanswered. I think sometimes it's just a blatant no. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's not happening tonight. And then singing songs, Jesus loves me, mm-hmm. Zacchaeus. And I have to admit, we sing songs before bed. It's twofold. Like I've definitely read a lot of studies out there that say when you sing to your your babies and toddlers before bedtime that it helps them to sleep better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a uh, habit that has ebbed and flowed. Sometimes I, you know, it's there's been huge periods of time where I always remember to do it, and then there's been periods of time where I don't always remember to do it. Um, it's cropped back up because Eleanor has really struggled with going to bed, and I was getting frustrated with her. And you were frustrated with yeah. her as well. So I needed to fix my attitude about, getting her to bed Mm -hmm. and so i found if i sang jesus songs i was not angry Mm -hmm. because it's hard to sing worship songs about your god who gave up his life for you and be angry (laughs) and be angry about your toddler not trying not falling asleep um it just doesn't work and eleanor will Mm -hmm. typically fight it Mm -hmm. for a few seconds Mm -hmm. and so i just hold on tightly and wrap my arms around her yeah and sing jesus loves me really loud (laughs) <laughs> to to get her to distract her from 
yes being yeah. restless herself and then typically within a couple of songs you hear this yawn big yawns and mm-hmm. her head just kind of gets heavy on Real my shoulder heavy. your shoulder gets a little wet from her drool yep. <laughs> then i sing a few more and so we've got jesus loves me b-i-b-l-e yep. i sing that one yeah right. zacchaeus david yep only boy named david mm-hmm. um i've decided I to follow jesus yeah i sing a few more i don't know all the names yeah and then lately i've just been looking up worship song lyrics on my phone <laughs> and singing them yeah um, i don't i don't sound good but it's good enough <laughs> <laughs> gets the point across yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah so that's our our quality time there the family movie night cooking together bedtime routines yeah, those are some big ones yeah so, uh, that we do as a fam, like as a family yeah. unit, a lot of times. Because yeah. I mean, I'm home during the day. We do a lot of stuff together during the day, aka homeschool, mm-hmm. play, read. You know the usual. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So the the last area that we want to uh, touch on tonight, and I say tonight because it's nighttime when we're recording, mm-hmm. is faith. Yes. And so, what are some ways? How are we? promoting a legacy of faith within our family yeah of course number one is we go to church yep first and foremost uh we definitely we are in a church building two to three times a week you are typically yeah i guess by we i mean myself and the girls Mm -hmm. um because uh, we go to church on sunday we go to ladies bible study on Tuesdays and then almost every Thursday we have MOPS which is Mothers of Preschoolers. I talk about it a lot on here. Um, We have MOPS tomorrow and so we're in a church building two to three times a week and um, you know while we're there the girls get some type of Bible story um, some playtime with friends and it's just um, a really good way to get them introduced to the body of Christ and what that looks like to live in community with people. Um, And we've also been involved in small groups where we bring our kiddos as well. Mm -hmm. So it's another way that they've been exposed to the body of Christ in that community. Um, And let's see here. Small groups, Bible studies. Uh, We also do are currently homeschooling co-op so we meet up with a friend of ours who's also homeschooling it's both of our first years homeschooling and um each week one of us takes on a bible story lesson and uh, we've been going through the story of moses for a while now because we've both been sick um and had to take some time off for that uh just kiddos and whatnot but anyway um that's a huge way uh, that we get to personally tell Bible stories to our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we also pray, do, well, pray yeah. throughout the day. Yep. You know, so praying at meals, praying at bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, typically when I pray over the girls at bedtime, there let's say there's a, a good amount of time where or times where my oldest, our oldest, 
will blurt out something else that we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for X, Y, and Z. And thank you for the, the, the pancakes daddy made and, mm-hmm. you know, or the mm-hmm. fishy pancakes and, yeah. you know, thanks for this. And um, there were a number of times too, it hasn't happened recently, but I can recall where she would also say, um, and protect us from evil or, or from, from mm-hmm. the enemy. And mm-hmm. so just kind of getting that in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. That's being recognized. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus music, as we call it. Yeah. Worship music. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. We had a dance party the other night to Jesus yep, music. We did. <laughs> Mercy Me's Happy Dance. Yeah. They love how that do you one. not how do you not dance to right. a song called Happy Dance? Right. <laughs> um and something that I've thought we really need to start implementing more often, um, is uh talking about uh, how God can help us through difficult situations during the day. So back before it snowed, this was maybe two weeks ago, um, we were out riding our bikes and Jane was just really scared about riding up the street because cars. We live in one of the quietest neighborhoods, like, and we're in a cul-de-sac. Like, people don't just randomly drive down our street. Like, the, it's just really quiet. Yeah. Um, and so she was just really scared or in her words, nervous about riding up the street with me. Now she's never nervous when Dan is there to ride up the street. Okay. Just when it's just me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I was like, okay, you don't need to, you know, like, I understand you're scared. There are no cars coming. What's our plan. If a car comes, you just get to the side of the road, the car will go around you and everybody will be fine. That was not convincing enough. I said, I will keep an eye out for cars. Just, I could not convince her. And so finally I was like, God is bigger than these cars and he can protect you from a car if it comes. So you're going to do your best. You're going to get off to the side of the road. If the car comes and the car will go around you. But if for some reason there's a problem, God is bigger than this car. So you just need to ask God's help. Hey God, I just, you know, help me to you know, just believe that this is, that I am safe and just keep me safe as I ride. And so I'm trying to instill some of that, like leaning into the Holy Spirit, leaning into God. Um, when you're in situations that feel that are beyond your control, right? Mm-hmm. And in a four-year-old's mind, the car coming down the road is a big deal because it's, you know, something she's been scared of since she was like two. Um, and so just reminding her that her safety is found there and not in, you know, other things. So, so I just thought of too, um, in terms of praying, Mm -hmm. you know, typically when I go to leave the house or you go to leave the house, if it's at the start of the day, um, we pray over one another. So Mm -hmm. you and I will hug, we'll pray over one another. And many times now recently, Eleanor will see that and Mm -hmm. she will stop what she's doing, whether it's eating breakfast and her hands are sticky with syrup or something. (laughs) She'll walk over and bury her head between our legs Mm -hmm. and say, I hug too. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. So she wants in on that. Yeah. Which if Jane's up, she'll do the same thing. Mm -hmm. She'll be like, no, I want in on this. Especially if Eleanor gets up, then Jane gets up too. Yep. They compete over who gets the hug. (laughs) I want a hug. No, I want a hug. 
It's a good competition to have. Everybody gets a hug. Yay. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So those are the, the um, that's, those are the areas of legacy that we're working on right now in our family. Yep. So just to re- reiterate again, openness and emotional support. Yeah. You know, striving to demonstrate that for our girls and allowing them to feel safe. Yes. Um, validated and, and validated and, and open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, quality time. Mm-hmm. So finding things. So, um, you know, I'd say some friends of ours that you homeschool with, for them, quality time might be going out for a hike as a family. Yeah. You know, mom, dad, the four boys, the dog, mm-hmm. going out for a hike or, you know, they're not quite going hunting yet, but. Don't know if their dad takes them out. Yep. And so just that quality mm-hmm. time together. And, yeah. Um, so it's just time with the phone down, too, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lastly, faith. Yes. Right. So we're going to church, involved in small groups. Just we're, we're trying to demonstrate and, and praying over one another. And we're just trying to demonstrate. Yes. You know, how the love of Jesus is present in us. Mm-hmm. So they can emulate that. Yeah, and that's something, too. I know we talked about praying over each other before we left for the day before we got married. Mm. Yeah, because you said your mom and dad would do it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was something that I wanted in our in our relationship. Well, and I think, you know, while we were, I don't know if we did it while we were dating. Not dating, no. Um, and, and that's, too, I hear about, you know, couples that are dating and praying over each other and, I had a boundary there. I didn't want to become you, spiritually involved. You need, you need a boundary there. Because yeah. um, you don't want to be spiritually intimate intimate without the lifetime commitment there. Yeah. But once we were engaged, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, then we started praying over each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. That, that wasn't that we didn't talk about go. our faith. We just... We talked, and that was it, though. You know what I mean? When we were dating. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that's all we have for you guys this week. Yep. Um, We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are able to, and you're Mm -hmm. on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate a five-star review. Uh, Not sure what that really gets us, but (laughs) hey. Hey, we'd also love to hear about what legacies you're... um, Leave a comment yeah, and, and you know, tell us about the legacies that you're leaving for your family, for your, family. For your marriage. Yeah. And you can do that on our different social medias. Yep. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Woodworker Wood and Wife. Life. <laughs> you can check out our website and blog at www.woodworkerandwife.com. Yep. And then there's always email, woodworkerandwife at gmail.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Bye.